0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. This bar is tended by the founders of the American Association of Whiskey Peaks. The statue-loving historian himself, Troiko, brings you the facts one indictment at a time foxy babe staff keeps the boys in line and of course the color man big dev and his old roman mind so fill your glass with rye and raise it up on high because this is your shot of
1: history
2: hello and welcome back to shot of history i'm stephanie i'm the color man big dev and we also have stepping in for Trico, who is sick mm. David,
0: that's his story, and he's sticking to it. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Hey, I'm back. I, I couldn't miss another discussion of tats.
2: Yes, right. We all love tats. Beautiful, beautiful tats.
0: Pronounced. Tats. <laughs>
3: No and we Madonna. also have Ellie Posse. here with us as a surprise guest. Oh, my goodness. Who knew? I didn't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what happens when you show up and where are looking like, I need to kill some time. Yeah. yeah. I get out of trouble
0: Preferably not accompanied by police officers.
1: Uh, yeah. I've yeah, heard about that.
0: <laughs> like, by and large, I'm okay with random drop-ins, just not while accompanied by police yeah.
1: officers. Yeah, no. they, they said I had to be in some place. <laughs> I need to get a podcast in Detroit. Nope.
0: <laughs> just give me a call, I can get in. (laughs) yeah sorry sidebar from my day yesterday that was a a thing Uh, uh, yeah it it
1: sounded like the worst
2: (laughs) Um, so before we do anything here Mm, mm -hmm. Dev what did you bring for us today
1: I brought uh, salted chocolate bourbon cookies
3: okay or as I'm calling them bourbon
2: bourbon (laughs) chip yes I'm gonna try one of these right now this is my shot today there you go. Cheers. I'm still gonna do a shot, but okay. I am going to eat this cookie, or at least try it. Mm-hmm. Try it. Uh huh. Mm. Or also make a mess. You know. Yeah. There's that. <laughs> no, too. it's
0: okay. No pressure. We're all staring yeah, at yeah. you because yeah. this makes great radio. Yeah. Yeah. Staring
1: at your, <laughs> staring at your lovely flesh art. <laughs> <laughs> flesh
2: canvas. <laughs> These are pretty damn good.
0: Well, they're they're bourbon cookies, yeah. And and he said they were made with vanilla aged in bourbon bourbon barrels. Yeah, so they are bourbon uh, bourbon chip cookies.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't put the uh, smoked salt on it, which is smoked with bourbon staves.
3: Why the (laughs) hell not? What is that? I I felt I
1: felt (laughs) like the the smokiness might have not meshed well.
3: Well, that's (laughs) when you bring some salt to add as a garnish. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha just in
1: case. Yeah, yeah.
0: Just, just,
3: you know, if you need more salt and in your diet. And or to deposit directly onto my tongue. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I'll, thank you. Yes.
3: <laughs> you.
0: I, don't, I don't have the bell. <laughs> oh, wait, I do have a
1: bell. Never mind.
3: <laughs> there are did bells. we not get the indictment shot glass out because Trico's not here? Uh, we, yes. We, we did not. We did not
2: get it because yeah. we don't need to. No, <laughs> really we don't. I think there was a word that I said in the last episode that I just, I wrote it really funky, so it's my fault because I can't read my own handwriting right and if i have to do an indictment shot later i will yeah you yeah. know if somebody we'll calls me out mistakes. on it i will take that extra shot because yeah. i'll not eat scared. another turkey. yeah yeah <laughs> i'll bite that bullet all right ah sorry i had to like wash that down with a little bit of water
1: because of the salt chaser
2: yeah like it was but like the salt was good yeah it was like just the right amount. It wasn't too much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't need a lot of like salted um, like chocolate, but no. I do enjoy it when I do. <laughs> Good job, Dev. Yay me. Yay. <laughs> so we are going to delve back into the world of tattoos. Mm. Tattooed women to be specific. <coughs> and before we do that, we're gonna do our shots. And our, I'm doing the single barrel crown again.
1: And I am doing the uh, Traverse City whiskey company company straight uh straight bourbon whiskey, because it's not Kentucky because it wasn't made
0: in Kentucky. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it's a rule. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. It, if it's not in Scotland, it's not Scotch. Yeah. And I ate a cookie. Exactly. Yeah.
3: And I ate a cookie for my shot because I have to go to rehearsal after this. <laughs> <laughs> How you don't long to show up drunk? today? Oh, three hours. It's gonna be fun. Three to three to six ish. Last time we got out at
2: like 6.30, so it oh.
3: could be 3 to 6.30, I don't know.
2: <laughs> we'll find out on Facebook later, I'm sure. Yes. I'm sure you will. <laughs>
3: and
1: and what are you going to rehearsal for? Oh,
3: thank you. I'm going to rehearsal for the Avon Players production of Titanic, the musical, opening on September 8th. Shut up, Dave. I feel like that's been mentioned before. <laughs> it has. <laughs> You can get your tickets at avonplayers.org. It's a really cool show. Go back and listen to the Titanic episode if you haven't. And if you have, then go listen to the Watchlist episode from this past week where I call in and talk about Titanic conspiracy theories. Yay. She's
2: (laughs) all up on them podcasts. (laughs)
0: No, nope, I'm going to let that one slide. Uh, just gonna pa- I'm just going to let it pass. Like, who doesn't want to listen to women talking about things going down? i I'm just going <laughs> <kidding>. to... Uh,
2: <laughs> that is appropriate trico humor. You so go. you're filling
3: yeah. in very well yeah. for he him. He fills that hole nicely.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what she said. So I've heard.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, so... So, ladies. back to tats. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Avonplayers.org. <laughs> no, we're just randomly going to... Yes. Tattoos. <laughs> okay, so I hope that you listened to the last episode because I'm just going to kind of continue where I left off. Um, we were talking about the, 18, the late 1800s and the emergence of tattooed women um, being showcased in museums and joining circus sideshows or freak shows as we like to call them. Um, By the 1920s there were um, hundreds of people that were like fully tattooed. Like they were trying to do this as a career traveling across America Europe um, I mean it, it was kind of crazy because they saw that these people were making money. At this point, there it mm-hmm. still wasn't oversaturated, but it, this yeah. is where I think like it really did get a little bit oversaturated. Right,
0: right. I do. I feel like it's me realizing that PewDiePie, friggin' PewDiePie, made like fifteen million dollars last year <laughs> uh, via a YouTube channel talking about people watching people play video games. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that. That would. That almost made me change my whole life. <laughs> <laughs>
3: But then you'd have to be like PewDiePie, and no one wants that. Yeah, it sounds like a terrible life Mm -hmm, choice. mm -hmm. But, you know. Uh, So a figure you
1: you threw out last last week was uh, $1,000 some of these guys were making to stand in art museums. Yes. I couldn't go back into the 1800s to do the inflation calculation, but I could go back to 1913. Okay. And in 1913 dollars... $1,000 $1,000 would now be $24,000 a week to stand in a museum and just let people look at your tattoos. Like, it were makes, museums different then?
0: Like, I feel like I'm, yeah, I'm people, culturally yeah, unsophisticated. Yes,
1: people actually went to museums back then. Well, there's
0: that. But, like, I, like I'm, used, I'm used to, like, the Smithsonian where... Uh, You know, it's like it's dinosaurs and like the hope diamond. Yeah. Like I feel like there was an episode of Futurama where it was all about fat guys (laughs) with art tattooed on their stomachs. Like was that like is that just coming back to the early nineteen hundreds? Is that a thing now? I think so. Maybe. Uh, All right. I
2: I mean, that's an incredible, like if you really think about it, like that's why I was saying like a thousand dollars a week back then was
0: like I mean that's like Kardashian money. (laughs) It is.
2: Yeah, almost (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I would consider getting full body tattooed for that. I mean, why not? All right. Um So, yeah, by the, the 1920s, there was a lot of people doing this. Um, they were traveling. They were, tra- like, you know, in shows, There were, like, couples and, like, brothers and sisters, and they were, like, always trying to find, like, a new angle mm-hmm. to, like, sell it because it, at this point, it had all kind of been said and done and, you know, right, right. try to keep it fresh, super <laughs> fresh. Um, the cool thing was is that at this point, we saw tattoos changing from just, like, like, um, a lot of these women just let the men tattoo whatever they wanted on them. They're like, just, I'm your canvas, do whatever you want. And they would tattoo, like, uh, you know, maybe like some religious stuff, maybe some, mm-hmm. um, you know, nothing that was personal to the woman. Right. Not right. like anything that nothing she. Nothing like
1: today, which would have been like a big throbbing dick on their back.
2: Right. <laughs> they wanted, because they saw these
1: Please. You don't think if a woman walked into a, into a tattoo parlor, was like, "You, you can tattoo whatever you want on me," and the guy's not going to put a big throbbing dick on her back. Well,
0: somewhere. I'll be honest. I, I think you're enjoying saying "big throbbing, <laughs> throbbing dick" I, way big too much. Throbbing
1: dick. I mean, it, it is. You know, it's my thing.
2: Okay. <laughs> oh my uh, so yeah, like the women just kind of let these guys do. Like, whatever kind of art they wanted to do. They gave them the creative license, which is really, um, I think, kind of great and freeing. But most of them are being tattooed by their boyfriends or husbands, so Mm -hmm. they trusted them. It wasn't like... You know, you're going into a random tattoo shop and you're like, hey, tattoo, whatever. And then Dev tattoos a big throbbing dick (laughs) on your back. BTD. BTD. (laughs) No, you have to say the whole thing. I feel like
0: if you say big throbbing, you have to go with cock. I I feel like
2: that works, too.
1: I mean, it's all the same thing. It's all the same thing big, throbbing tallywacker, maybe? Yeah, see?
0: Not the same. No. Uh, I think right, you go anyway, tallywacker, you have to go with pulsating. Yeah. Always, it's, a, it's a pulsating tallywacker. It always
1: comes back to the, So you have to have an accent uh, when you say it, yes. too? Well, yes. With the
0: word like tallywacker, absolutely.
1: Yes. Oh, it's a wee little tallywacker. I mean, you got you to. That's a
0: wee little tallywacker he's got there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs>
2: You know that's how much we're not talking about dicks and how much they are? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I was just like a, guiding a point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we just accents are located here. Yeah. here, here.
0: <laughs> okay. so, so, tats.
2: Yes. Anyway, uh, women were finally um, getting to, they had more choice over like what they wanted. They could finally say, hey, okay, this has been happening forever. Yeah. I want this. Um, and so they were finally in a place where they could have more control over not only what they put on their bodies, but how they control their finances. So a lot of times, as we were talking about in the last one, um, they had like their husbands, their husbands were tattooing them, and also like managing them and working with them. Mm -hmm. So they didn't have full control over like their money. And this era saw women kind of like taking that back and saying, I want to be independent. I don't want to work with a man Husband or not, like, they can tattoo me. They're going to tattoo what I want, and I'm going to work where I want. So, sassy bitches. I love this shit. This is where they start getting sassy. They're like, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm done with you owning my shit. I love it. (laughs) Um, And they also started putting tattoos in their bodies that were more, like, their personal beliefs. um, Iconic things from, like, maybe, like, wherever they were from in the world, uh, there was a lot of like, <laughs> there was a lot of pictures of like patriotic stuff too. Um, this is we're, this is like uh, nineteen the nineteen twenties. So oh, okay. going like okay. we're, World War One. Yeah, you know there was a lot of patriotic tattoos. Um, I, I feel like women really felt patriotic during this time because it was it was a very rough time for the world and they were trying to do something in their own way to
3: right. support
1: that. Um, by and getting tattoos all over their body. Yeah. <laughs> Duh.
0: Well, well they didn't have Facebook yet to be a slacktivist. That's, that's, so, right. you know. So, True.
2: now before we were talking in the last episode, they used to have these backstories. Yeah. Where, you know, they had been taken by savages and, <laughs> oh my goodness, I can control what happened. We
0: were taken
1: by savages.
0: Is um, it called um, a backstory because it's the story of why there's ink all over their back? <laughs>
1: <laughs> ba dum
2: No, that was like a
0: legit question. Like that was one of those, like that could be a thing.
2: I don't know. We'd have to Google it. Okay. I I, I, I mean.
0: The show needs an entomologist. (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) We need somebody to scrape through all of our talks and find out what they can find. Um, So instead of doing these stories about savages, they were like, oh, I did this for romantic love and, you know love made me do it so it was still but they were like trashing men at the same time they were saying love made me do it and then the guy left me so it was making men look kind of shitty um I don't oh, know if what a was, shame I don't know <laughs> if it was like a reclamation of like uh feminism at this point or what it really was cause it wasn't yeah. d- discussed fully in the parts of the book that I read gotcha. um but I was like, wow, like they went from letting men just like do whatever they wanted to them to being like, oh, I did this for love. And then he left me. So fuck that guy. I'm independent. <laughs> so we had our independent women getting tatted up yeah, and, yeah. you know, doing the sideshow circuits, <laughs> which is super fun, I guess. Well, um, do you think
1: they had to have that backstory because it wasn't commonplace for women to be strong and in a place of power with their financials? Totally. Yeah. I, that's probably more what it stems from is right. like oh my my love of my life tatted me all up because he was an aspiring tattoo artist and then he and then he left me because he's a huge piece of shit and now I'm I'm an independent lady
0: <laughs> I feel like that no I feel like that would have been a blues song <laughs> I feel like that would have been yeah 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 1920s whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cab by, Calloway yeah
1: uh, <laughs> Sung by a, like a very James large, singer. yeah, yeah. A very large <laughs> lesbian blues singer. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs>
2: so, this is what I was talking about. Oh, my
0: God. Dave just lost it. I'm sorry. Just I, your facial expressions are, are amazing yes. when it comes to, like, when, when, when you're done with yeah. us. So, yes. Yeah. So, yep. so carry on. Okay. <laughs> so, so you, as, you were, as you were discussing,
2: uh, in the first part of this episode, mm-hmm. I was talking, uh, I mentioned uh, Betty Broadbent who, Mm -hmm. well, I didn't mention her by name, but she was the one who was 17. She left to join the circus at 17 uh, to be her own woman, to be in charge of herself and not have to depend on anyone. That was like her own words.
1: Um, Except the circus. (laughs) I Right. (laughs) She had to depend on the circus actually making money.
2: Well, everybody has to depend on getting paid from somewhere. Right, right,
1: right. But she
2: didn't have to depend on like a husband or, you know, the the path that women are supposed to take when they're (laughs) 17 and like the 30s. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So, okay. 1939 rolls around, World Fair. Again, I mentioned Mm -hmm. this in the last show. First tattooed beauty queen contest. Well, no, it wasn't all tattooed, but she was the first contestant in the
1: first contestant. Like, with tattoos. Yeah, with
2: a bunch of tattoos. So, um, she was kind of a big deal, and she was kind of an icon for people because she, uh, television was fairly new, and to see a woman, like, just completely covered in tattoos, and she was really beautiful. She was a very beautiful woman, and she didn't have, like, a husband or anybody to, like, back her up financially. She did it all on her own, so. Very
1: nice. Very nice.
2: All the honeys making money.
1: Throw your hands up at me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, oh I listen to Queen Bee. <laughs> so with TV coming into the picture, then we you know, we started having movies, television, and it kind of tick like the sideshows pipe away because nobody cared anymore. You could go watch movies, and that was, like, way more exciting than going to see the same tattooed women and the same bearded ladies
1: and the same dwarves and the same, you know, whatever it is. Right. So, um... Well, yeah, you have a a different outlet for entertainment that doesn't require you to be around Carnies, is kind of what it boiled basically down to. you felt yeah. safer
2: sitting in your own living right yeah <laughs> which I totally get But then there was also the stigma of tattoos um, because of the concentration camps um, that makes and sense and they tattooed for people who know history mm-hmm. and who don't think that the Holocaust never happened because there are some of those people that live <laughs> yeah. on this planet um, that-
0: yeah but screw them
1: Exactly.
2: Yeah. This
3: this is this is not for you. Yeah, screw them and their tiki torches.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> and their dodge challengers driving through crowds of people. Jesus. <laughs> not trying to get political, but we are saying fuck you. We are you. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> We're
0: and just they're, saying fuck you. And their bastardized Red Wings logos, kiss my ass. Oh my god.
1: I. S- yeah. <laughs>
0: Meanwhile, on the next episode, got it, go. <laughs> I,
1: I still have a whole page of this.
0: i like, Dev and I have, like, got mental notes for three more episodes. Yeah. We're good. Go. <laughs> um,
2: so, yeah, tattoos started to become taboo. So, and people in movies didn't have tattoos. So, mm-hmm. people are looking at a whole new thing. Yeah. And. Um,
0: so, Hitler not only ruined the Charlie Chaplin mustache.
2: <laughs> he ruins tattoos. But
0: tattoos as well. Nice.
2: Absolutely, he Way did. Way to go. He.
0: I mean, in addition to everything else bad, he did. Let's be clear. He was was not (laughs) a good human.
2: Um, So in the 50s and the 60s, tattoos actually became banned in some cities. So you could not actually get tattoos. You'd have to like.
0: Which made them more attractive. Of
2: course. It's like, you know, prohibition. I'm going to a speakeasy, bitches. Give me that gin. (laughs) Bathtub
1: gin. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody cared.
2: That's where like the flappers were all like, woo, bathtub gin. Look at my (laughs) dress. It shakes around a lot. Super fun! <laughs> oh my God, this is gold right now. Uh. Really wish there was a camera.
1: Well, there is. I don't have on. <clears throat> oh yeah.
2: So this the time when tattoos started to become a sign of rebellion. Which is weird because you, I felt like you know what the women were doing earlier was still rebellious, whether or not they had like
1: those crap. Well, but they were yeah. I mean, they were building backstories to make it, it sound was, like it wasn't rebellious. It, it was, was rebellious,
3: but it wasn't the sort of mainstream rebelliousness that yeah. it's getting to here, where like it's now just banned for everybody. So now it's mainstream, yeah. like the you know you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Like no, I got it's, you. It's a, it's a different level of. Yeah, as soon bias. as you start
2: like banning things, and again, yeah. it's only it was only in, like certain cities. It mm-hmm. wasn't like statewide anywhere. It was just certain cities in certain states, and um, it, they were. I'm guessing
0: the South. <laughs> the South banned I, a lot of tattoos. I, I don't
2: know. Um, <laughs> tattoos were a sign of masculinity at this point, point. Mm-hmm. and. Um, I kind of feel like they were earlier when I was reading this book. I got the sense that, again, with the backstories, yeah. it was like you couldn't just get tattooed as a woman. There right. was that was still a man thing, even though the sailors were judged almost equally, but not quite as much because they yeah. were sailors and yeah.
1: I mean, they get men, the crazy shit. White so, men mostly. Yeah. yeah, so they can do what they want. <laughs> if if you were from like a white country, then yes, there, there was mostly white men. <laughs> <laughs> So there were
2: still women that were trying to work the circus, freak, you know, circuit. They're like, hey, we're going to do this. Um, One of them was uh, uh, Betty Broadbent. She was still trying to work it. And this is after, I think... (sighs) Feel kind of bad for her, but <laughs> you okay. am anyway, I'm, I'm just gonna like I'm just gonna stop there okay. with that. Um, but yeah, she was still working, but she had to start wearing less clothing. So this is where it got to be: I need to make money, so I need to take less clothes off because no now there's off. all this other entertainment. Yeah, more. nobody really has to come here and spend their money. Right. So what am I going to give them extra? And so she, I mean, she wasn't again. You know, just pasties in a thong. Mm -hmm. I don't even. Did thongs exist? Can you, somebody Google this? uh, In the 30s? In the 30s? Did thongs exist? Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll keep talking. Yeah, please continue. Yes, I will keep talking. Um,
0: I most, I see her in um, bloomers and a bra. Okay. Okay,
2: They wore, but
3: you're finding her in bloomers and a bra? Mm hmm. Okay. I just want to know when the first thong. Well, they probably wouldn't have taken a picture of her in less than bloomers.
0: Entirely possible.
1: Most sources concede that the modern thong was introduced in 1939 when New York City Mayor Fiorello LaGuardia demanded that new dancers cover themselves a bit more. Oh. <laughs> and we talked about LaGuardia oh.
0: way, artichoke
3: way, way, back in this yeah. day. the day. Oh like episode. Yeah, he was yeah, the, the yeah. artichoke.
0: Yeah, the artichoke <laughs> episode. I, I that's, that's, that's unfortunate. That's her in her later years.
2: Well- People get old, dude. Like we're all gonna look like that someday.
0: I know, but she was still working the circuit and doing things. That's that's what I mean. That well, still... because
2: she at that point she was well, at that point an that's icon. Probably... She was like she was one of those women that I would have gone to see. I don't care how old you are, I don't care how to, how out of shape you are, whatever. You did something that you felt was right, and you stood up in a way. Maybe you didn't want to be a feminist, but you kind of were. Well, like well, but default? I mean,
1: her, so, her stuff had been all over the place at that point. So I'm I'm guessing most places, like if she was going to be a secretary or something, they probably would have been like, whoa, we know what's going on here. Uh, we're not going to hire you. I mean, you know, there's a big stigma still around hiring people with a bunch of tattoos. That's very true. Um, so I, I'm guessing even if she wanted to change careers later on in life, it wasn't really an option for
0: her. True.
2: I'm almost done here. Okay. Almost Good. done. Good. <laughs> um, so Cindy Ray, who was one of the last great um, circus ladies, got tattooed at 19 and married the guy who tattooed her, which seems to be like a like a theme here. <laughs> right, right, right. Maybe that connects them. Um, his name was Danny Robinson. Um, Harry Batram had her tatted and Took photos of her sitting, or sorry, he was selling them and not paying her for them. So basically, he had taken, or he got her tatted. He paid for her Mm -hmm. to get the tattoos. Mm -hmm. Took pictures of her. Never paid her for any of them. Um, He never implied that...
1: He was doing... Well, he
2: implied that he would... Not be doing what he was doing, like for evil, like you know, um, right, right, right? Tattooed, right. We're, you're, we're gonna make you a star, blah blah blah. Right, like, right, right, you know, right, right. really tried to work her. Um, so basically, he took photos of her and sold them and didn't pay her for anything. He even wrote a book under her name, was talking to her fans <laughs> as if he were her. <laughs>
1: interesting because
2: again he i think this guy just wanted to have that like popularity and right. the the fame that she had because she was a very pretty woman and she mm-hmm. was tattooed and people really liked her so um what ended up happening is that um she didn't disband the book like she said whatever just let it let it slide she's like yeah. most of what he said was true some of it It's complete bullshit, and she's gone on the record and like explained everything because she was not that old, and she's I think she's still alive actually. Um, what was the name again? Uh, Cindy Ray.
1: Cindy Ray, we uh, keep continue talking, and I'll, I'll, oh, loud. (laughs) <laughs> no, oh, I'm God. saying, you know what I meant.
0: <laughs> Don't be that way. The <laughs> only thing saltier than Dev's cookies is Steph today.
2: <laughs> I wonder why.
0: I know. Uh, actually, no, she is Colorful. still
2: alive. Uh, she's a tattoo artist, and she has, like, if you go into her tattoo studio, she has, like, you know, old photos of herself and, you know, like, back when she was younger. And people go to her just because she was the last great tattooed circus lady. And I would love to meet her and just I kind said,
0: of, That's almost road trip worthy. Yeah. I know, uh,
1: I yes. That. She is from Australia.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a hell of a road trip. It, yeah. It'd
2: be worth it to me, though, because there's a lot of history there. And she she grew up watching all these other women come up. And then she did her thing and did it completely different because she had to. Times were different. Yeah, it seems
1: like her tattooing wasn't nearly as extensive as some of the earlier
2: Right. She was more, like, she kind of led it into the pinup thing. Yeah. Like, if you look at her, like, her photos, she did, like, a lot of, you know, like, boudoir kind of things. And she had a decent amount of tattoos, but she wasn't, like, inked. Well, yeah, she had, like, the the
1: one that I see in this picture, she had, like, the hula topless hula girl on the one arm and, you know, kind of one of those big cowl pieces. It's, It's all very, very well done. Right.
2: And I think her big claim to fame was that she still had some of her own skin not covered because at that point there had been so many women that were covered head to toe. She was kind of a different thing. And I feel like her tattoos might have been Plotted out a little bit better, mm-hmm. and she she accepted her sexuality, whereas the other ones did not. They were trying to bear. Oh, I'm not sexual. I just did this because I was taken by savages, and they <laughs> did this to me. It was terrible. And she was like, "No, I got these tattoos. I like them. Look how cute I am. <laughs> kind of like that. Well, at it's, it's, what? When was this again? Um, she started when she was 19 and I think that was, was it the forties or the fifties? I don't have it okay. written down here. So, she but,
1: was active through 58. It looks like, uh, based on her pro on her profile on rebel circus or something like that.
3: Okay. Yeah. Okay. But like, I mean, yes, for for her to admit that and, and to say that and to, to be that upfront about it would be like revolutionary at that point with, with, that whole subculture of women because yet, like you said, they it's like society would not have allowed them to continue if they were up and like upfront about, no, I did this to myself. I wanted this done to me. So right. that makes sense.
2: And I, I don't really know like what her statement was because there was no, I really want to read her autobiography. Um, That'd be really amazing actually. Cause she had like such a, a tumultuous career with what happened, the guy taking her photos and Mm -hmm. selling them and she allowed the book to happen but then like fixed, you know, in the media like whatever he did wrong with the book. Um, Long story short, like I know we're getting close to time so um, this was my favorite part uh, of what I've read so far. It was like, tattooed circus ladies sacrifice social respectability for their vocation but they were rewarded with like money, travel, recognition. Recognition. I can't even talk. Um nope. I, I, <laughs> nope, I'm not trike. <laughs> I am
1: I'm, I'm not sure. I, I would say, that was, sl- I would say
3: that was more of slurring the word, not mispronouncing. Yes. it. because it, it was, was recognition. One of
2: my my uh nostrils is plugged up, so uh-huh. I apologize. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So you <laughs> Do you want
3: to reach up? Do you want to reach up in there? I, hey, I'm on your side here. I said it I'm, was. I'm not going to
1: make you take a shot for it. Don't worry about yeah. it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I said it was more of a slurred word rather than a. It wasn't a mispronunciation. Yeah,
1: it wasn't like you were reading Same. the word, <laughs> reading the word, and go. I feel like it's pronounced this way,
2: <laughs> like that other one that I did yeah.
1: with my scribble. Um,
2: but yes, yeah, so they they were rewarded for the stuff that they did. I don't know how pleasant it was for them. I think that maybe um, when we read about it, it's, they're writing about mostly the good stuff. Yeah. I'm sure it was very uh, difficult, and I give them a lot of props because I don't know if I could have been that woman who was like, I'm going to lie to the world and just get tattooed all over and <laughs> try to change things, and it happened because there's a lot more to these stories as we move on. Through the decades, and we'll get to that nice. on, at some other point. But I haven't read that far yet.
1: All right, awesome. <laughs> so, is it is it that time? It is. Is it time to pop out the plugs? Uh, all right. Well, uh, let's start with uh with old Ellie over here oh, hey. to uh, plug <laughs> plug her latest uh, theater uh, endeavor. Yeah, endeavor.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even I'm, think of the word. I'm,
3: I'm Just drunk. I'm yeah. <laughs> drunk. Not, not
1: bring the cops out drunk. But.
2: Yeah, right. Thank God, would best,
3: none of that. Yeah.
2: We will never disrespect Podcast Detroit in that <laughs> way. No. Ever, ever. In ever. that way. Yeah.
0: Plenty of no. other ways, but not that way. Well,
1: we will sully its its good nature in many other ways. We'll
0: besmirch its reputation <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: in plenty of other <laughs> arenas. There we go. <sighs>
3: Okay, well, um, yeah, uh, Titanic the Musical opens at Avon Players in Rochester on September 8th, uh, running through the 23rd. Um, tickets are 20 to $22 a person, and they're available at avonplayers.org, where you can call by phone and order your tickets there. Um, and I don't have the phone number, but AvonPlayers.org does. So <laughs> you promised <laughs> me a front row
2: seat. Just remember that. Yeah, you did.
3: I did promise you front row seat. So uh, you're gonna have to let me know what days you're available, <laughs> and I will get that up for you.
1: Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll get it up for Stephanie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's my plug.
0: A <laughs> uh, uh, Dave. Uh, let's see. Let's go. Uh, so it and the D, uh, is our networking group that we've been running since 2001 for folks in the information technology industry here in Metro Detroit. Um, we've helped about 2,500 odd people find jobs. Uh, if you go to it slash Career Academy, we have a very cool, pro- cool program that we launched with the state uh, where they will pay for your A-plus, net-plus, security-plus certifications. Uh, we initially launched that in Flint, and it is now coming downtown to the same location where our Corktown studio is in the Detroit School for Digital Technology. Uh, yeah, so check that out. Uh, get yourself you know, retrained, repurposed into a new career. It's, it's kind of a cool thing we're doing.
1: Very awesome.
2: Steph? com for most of your Stephanie Minor needs. Unless you want to
1: wire me money by PayPal and then Breaking we can talk. Oh. <sighs> Are, are we are we gonna start the Patreon account with the seven hundred dollar yeah. tier where you're just like ah fuck it?
2: <laughs> I mean I feel like I could make a living off that so maybe
1: awesome. <laughs> All right, uh, for Trico's plug since he's not here, go to historytees.net and get some of those sweet sweet teas for history needs. <laughs> And uh, go to the (laughs) Shot of History. It's like he's here. Uh, It's so ridiculous. Spirit of Trike is with us. Yes. Uh, The the Spirit of Trike compels you. (laughs) That's exactly. I was like in my head going there. Uh, Shotofhistory.com. You can go there. You can get the links to our... Amazon affiliate program, Audible affiliate program. I'm still listening to Dune. I have not given up on it yet. (laughs) Good. Good. Do not give up. Um, And uh, for my plugs, uh, Snake Oil Comics, uh, Snake Oil Horror, maybe it might be back by now. Who knows? Um, And (laughs) as always, fuck Steve and now apparently fuck Fuck Gary. Gary. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, yeah, that's all I got. All right, so until next time, I'm Stephanie. I'm the Color Man Big Dev.
2: I'm Ellie.
0: And random drop-in guy, (laughs) Dave, who loves tats. (laughs)
3: Specifically? (laughs)